Hello everyone, this is Chanel. Hi everyone, it's Ashley. Welcome to Soothing Her, the podcast, a transformative journey through the art of healing. Yes, yeah, so we're going to be tackling the many facets of healing, the power of resilience, sharing personal stories, and welcoming expert insights. Yes. Thanks for joining us on today's episode titled Healing, Enduring, and Restoring. Restoring. Hello everyone, welcome to episode one of our podcast, Healing, Enduring, and Restoring. I'm here with my friend Ashley. Hey everyone, it's Ashley. I'm here with my girl Chanel. Hello (laughs) again. All right, so as it says, today we're going to be talking about healing, enduring, and restoring, Mm -hmm. doing the work. What is the work and what does it even look like? So let us get right into the discussion of today's episode. Ashley, okay, this is clearly why we're here. I know. Healing. (laughs) What is that? Like, what does that look like for you? Gosh, man, I feel as though there's so many different platforms right now. And it's such a big topic, just what healing is and what does that look like for everyone. And of course, it's different for everyone, but... I know that there's a general definition, but I think it's really important that it be defined on an individual standpoint, you know, what healing looks like to everyone is different. And, you know, for me, healing is really coming to that point in your life where you just not only just want to grow and be a better person, but just the way that you have been operating in life and the way that you've been showing up in life on just all different avenues and have is just either it's you feel like it's not working for you or it's just not taking you to the next level and so it's just really taking a step back and being like okay this is how i've been maneuvering this is how i'm showing up in my life like and realizing that okay i'm not not like i'm not happy with it but i i just want to do more inner work and show up more show up differently yeah. mm-hmm. challenge yourself in some respect yeah so what would you say sparked that intentionality for you like for you even wanting to talk about healing like yeah of course you know everything always stems from something. some something <laughs> <laughs> something traumatic something some life event absolutely and people might say well i'm i have not encountered something in my life to heal from or what am i healing from and that podcast is also a discovery of what might have occurred in your life that you have put on the back burner and not considered that you might need healing for. No, is it something traumatic? Maybe not, but is it something that's hindering your personal growth, your love growth? You've been out there and really embracing the joy of this life and leaving it to the fullest. That could be something you need to heal from as well. And you're not even thinking of it in that respect. Honestly, for me, it was more so just waking up and realizing that the way that I've been showing up in my life right now is just, it's not taking me anywhere. It's It's, not fulfilling. No, it's not. It's just more so like, okay, if I keep myself in this mindset, if I keep myself in just, yeah, this mindset, just this way, the way that I'm waking up, going about my day and... I'm just going to be stuck. And I think I kind of just felt stuck a little bit and just not wanting to continue moving this way. 
and realizing, okay, this is how it's affecting my work. This is how it's affecting my mood. This is how it's affecting uh, my relationships. This is how it's affecting just how I just like when I get up in the morning and I'm like, do I even feel good? Mm-hmm. You know, just and when you're showing up in general, yeah. how you're being present. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, delivering yourself to the world. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. But wanting to, and then be also having the chance to really take a step back and say, yes, I want to embark on this journey, but no matter what it takes, because healing itself is not something that's easy. It's not it, for the faint-hearted. No, it's like, sure it's not. it's not. But at the same time, you hear so much about healing and being vulnerable. But mm-hmm. with how is it like to be vulnerable with yourself? To look right. yourself in the mirror and say, hey, I don't like, not like you don't like what you see in the mirror, but you want to heal what you see in the mirror you want to change it's not something that you deep down in your heart you reconcile with like Mm -hmm. you see that there is a version of you that is showing up present in that reflection but when you peel back in essence in your truest heart you know that there is a better something inside that wants so desperately to be Mm -hmm. nurtured to come out and to flourish and you have so many scars around some wounds that it's just hard to allow that to happen mm-hmm. on its own organically. Yeah. So. And it's also feeling like there's this something in you that just wants to burst free. Yes. Right. And just step into your true, your truest form, yeah. your truest self. Your light, your sunlight, yeah. your glory. Exactly. And I think that, that was, what was it for me? Like you just, this constant, like nagging, like something's trying to break free, but right recognizing okay these are the certain like obstacles that have been that i'm holding myself back from being able to let that my true self like break free yeah yeah because yeah, they are scars mm-hmm. they are keloids they are covering the surface of something and unless that is being peeled back and you you allow it you allow it sunlight you allow it air you allow it texture love yeah it's not going to come to life because mm-hmm. it's it's dormant. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing that is trying to revive it. Nothing that's showing it an effort of presence. You yeah. know, so yeah, you're you're definitely right. Yeah. What about you? What does healing look like for Chanel, Miss Lady Chanel? Oh, Miss Lady Chanel. Miss Lady Chanel. So for me, healing definitely takes the precedence of change, merging my darkness my happiness my joy in one compartment being able to see it for what it really is and grow from it and just find a space that i am comfortable to know that the reason that certain things happened had a purpose and is the recognition of that so with me i definitely want to come to that place where i can live with being comfortable with the element of this, these things that have happened in my own life and, you know, the way that I show up, as you mentioned, the way that I'm being present with myself, for myself, for the people in my life, the people I will encounter, you know, how am I really being that truest person of myself? And I, I know for sure, like, there are not every single day that I have the energy to even show up in my most authentic self. And I want that. But there is that thing that just really pulls pulls me back into the place of 
this is what you've known. My, my mental brain protective stance of this is what I've known and you're comfortable there. Let me hide you in that space mm-hmm. and you are safe. Yeah. But oh my gosh. Talk about being, that's like kind of just being in your shell. And I can tell you yes. how much I right. lately, or even before I even wanted to start on a embark on my own healing journey, how I w- operated in that mentality of, I just want to be in this right. safe spot. It's safe. I don't want to do anything. It's, it's safe. It's like, nothing's going to bother me. Nothing's going to trigger me. Yeah. I'm good here. This is how it is. Yeah. You're scared to step outside because yeah. you don't know what is going to face you. You don't know what the monsters are that's going to face you beyond yeah. that territory. And the thing is, while you might be aware of a certain monster, there is another one that comes with really facing, owning up to actions, owning up to responsibilities, owning up to chaos. Mm-hmm. And just knowing that there needs to be work that has to be done. And following the steps, the guide, the methods, the, the words to talk yourself work yourself through those situations because there are just so many of us out there who we put on the face but we are just broken crackpots yeah. like we do not really show up in our true self we have this essence of who we think we are presenting but it is always what we really want to do it's not always reflected that way because there's going to be some sort of energy that's pulling us back to this place where again we have operated for so long mm-hmm. and uh, we're comfortable with so for me it's right. finding the freedom to just come out of that and live a flourishingly live abundantly and not be scared of my inner voice and and that inner voice not we talk about sometimes an inner voice that is good but that inner voice that is again that's safe but that place that is of a limiting perspective Mm -hmm. like it's so comfortable that's what i've done but this abundance of just wanting more doing more and being more present and not being afraid but it's what do you want that to produce for you you know it can it can be so many different things so let's just say that you are the top of the mountain of healing in your life and it's Mm -hmm. a lifelong journey Mm -hmm. it's a lifelong journey i don't think that we'll come to a point in time where we'll say well i'm healed you know i'm okay with we're we're forever going to be continue because life just be lifing exactly yeah life is gonna life and we're going to have to keep healing yeah you're gonna gonna meet people you're gonna encounter certain experiences and be like oh you know i thought i was healed from that right thought i was healed from this and clearly I'm not as healed as I thought I was. Right. And there's more work that needs to be done. So much more work. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. There isn't going to be a mountain top, but mm-hmm. I imagine there will be moments when you feel like I have got to that summit mm-hmm. of that situation, you yeah. know, that, that thing you were healing from. Yeah. What would you see that as for you? Oh man. I feel like it's just, I'm at a point where I accepted it. Yeah, when acceptance. you say accept, what like, what does that look like? Not saying that the experiences that I've gone through that have inspired me or encouraged me to go on this healing journey, but accepting that what has happened has happened, accepting that there are things during those experiences that I had no control over. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't control, for example, who our parents are. Right. We can't control our childhood, the how we were raised, the our family members. Yeah. We can't control certain family dynamics and certain experiences or painful experiences that have come from that that have shown us what love is like, that have shown us how to relate to people, that have shown us, you know, this is how to be a, a, a functioning human in this society, you know. Yeah. Um accepting that those things have happened and but 
realizing that those things have made me to, to be who I am today. Strong, amazing woman, absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, yes, there's pain there. Like, yes, there's things that, you know, you wish that didn't happen or right. you wish like you know? things were just different in a certain way. But I think it's accepting that and using those experiences to be like, okay, this is what happened. How am I now going to use this mm-hmm. in my life? As and a how, quiver in your in yeah. Your, how am I going to use this to push forward and be the person that I want to become? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's mm-hmm. good. That's powerful. We might want to leave with just the premise that this was so hard, and you know, why did it happen to me? Yeah. But when but you're getting, asking yourself, but getting out of that mindset of why did this, instead of asking yourself why did this happen to me. Ask you asking yourself not only what is the lesson in this, but yeah. am I gonna let what hap- what happened to me shape the rest of my life? I know exactly, and shouldn't you yeah. know? It's it could be an isolated situation. Mm-hmm. You know, it could just be one off, and if you don't heal, that one isolated situation could become a series of situations because you haven't learned to identify the pattern, mm-hmm. and you haven't learned to heal mm-hmm. in case your heart in case your your mind in case your emotions so that you are looking when that if that situation ever arises to just say well i see you coming mm-hmm. i know what you are i know what you've done before and i know my defenses like my defenses are up, not defenses in case that you're like you're shutting everything off yeah. but you know how to deal with that situation you know how to embrace it with love and with warmth because mm-hmm. you're stronger yeah. you're so much stronger right now to just take it on and yeah, move on. another part of healing too, and while you're on a healing journey, and something that I even to this day am having to constantly even tell myself too, mm-hmm. be more kind to yourself. Yes, like we, it gosh. is okay to not be okay. It is okay to not be okay. Absolutely. So, it's, and I think now when people when things happen to us, you know, we try not to. Not many. It's not easy being vulnerable. Right. It's not, and it's scary because you don't know. You know, for people that don't have a good support system, who can you confide in? Mm-hmm. People that are not quite ready to jump into therapy session and start pouring out everything that happened to them from when they were little to like all this stuff. It's like, okay. But I think the most important part to acknowledge is that in order to heal, you do have, in order to face those deep traumas, those deep, that in order to do that inner shadow work and face your fears is you have to let yourself go. You have to, you know, and be vulnerable and not, it doesn't have to happen overnight, but slowly just little things like, I don't know, like some people feel afraid to cry, afraid to yell, afraid to mm-hmm. scream, afraid to just let out it's all such your a reliever. Good. Like, yeah. Try that. My goodness. If you just, if you just try it, and there are a few occasions I will just like, just cry it out. Mm-hmm. I just cry it out. I'll be driving. My tears are, my eyes are watered. I can barely see. I'm trying to drive through. Let's <laughs> well, not see. But <laughs> it isn't safe. You're so right. But goodness, like, it's, it's, over it's, it's my, it's my moment to just release and goodness, it feels so good. And not to put it on that. This is probably not the place and time, but it feels so good when it is on bended knees and it's mm. on a prayer. My goodness. Oh, yeah. It 
it's a working miracle. Like mm-hmm. it, like it's a wash for your soul. Literally, it's like a washcloth mm-hmm. on your soul, just scrubbing, cleansing, soothing you. Yeah, like the dispatch. Yes, you absolutely like, just it's so relieving. Yeah. yeah. And society has started, especially the opposite gender of male, to hold on to the feelings and hold on to the emotions and not let it show. But we are more open when we do that. We are more in awareness of who we are in mm-hmm. self when we do that. And you know, as you were saying, we have to be able to let things go. And clearly this is one of the things that we let we need to let go. The shackles of norms of society and just mm-hmm. telling us that we need to behave in a way, you know, yeah. we can't speak about things the different situations, yeah. you know, we, we have to be able to release those things and find ways to move on and be comfortable with that. Yeah. So yeah. definitely something to consider as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So with that, Ash, there is that question, of course, like what are the different types of healing? It just, uh, I think it really is depending on, okay, what, once you start to think about what layers do you want to peel back? Mm-hmm. Do you want to, and for me, I think it's going to start with the source of it all, which yeah. for me is, is, is healing my relationship with God. Yeah. Um, wow. Wow. Healing your relationship <laughs> with God. The mm-hmm. first thing that mm-hmm. you're saying. Yep. That must be, what did you do to God? Nothing. <laughs> I hope she didn't do anything about advocating. Oh yet. my God. <laughs> what do you mean when you say that? Because oh. you hear about healing. Yes, there is indeed spiritual healing, but people don't, I personally have not come across somebody who has talked about healing their relationship with God. That is yeah. not something you're hearing in a common conversation. No, what do you but mean by that? Tell I, me more. Yeah, no, I think for me, it's it's realizing that, okay, the way that I've been, the this mindset that I have, my persona, the way that I'm showing up in my life, like, is this not saying like, is this, yeah, kind of in a way, like, is this, like, what does God say about all of this? Mm-hmm. Am I good with God? Yeah. Like what, what does my spiritual life look like? Right. Because I feel like for me, it is very important that that is where the root of everything should come from. And for me, like not saying my relationship with God is bad or anything, but just evaluating, like, I want to pull back that layer. Like, let's go back to the root. Like, mm-hmm. let's go back to the source. Like, let's go back to, you know, my spiritual life and, and, and evaluating that. What does that look like? What does my prayer, prayer life look like? Am I, where am I going to, where am I seeking information from yeah. when I need help with something? Yeah, yeah. Where am I seeking guidance from? Is it from social media? Is it from music? Is right. it from my friends? And not saying like all of that is essentially bad, no, right. but just in terms of the where our social media and our climate right now and all of that, especially with music, it's like, it's not the best source when the person that I should be going to first should be gone. So mm-hmm. I think for me, it's, it's reevaluating that journey and why, having why? that conversation with myself and with God, like, okay, what do I need? What do I need to start doing more? Like when things happen in my life, like, where do I go to? What do I turn to? Right. It's not the first thing isn't kneeling down first thing in the morning and, praying and saying just thanking god for waking me up this mm-hmm. morning yeah we, we those, those simple things that <laughs> the simple things that mm-hmm. simple essence of i'm alive i'm awake we forget mm-hmm. it and we just take it for such we take it for granted and mm-hmm. do i turn to my phone <sighs> the first thing in the morning yes. guilt yes, still I, guilty of that sometimes but i try my best to be like no like let me 
turn not check my work yeah. email the okay. first thing I wake up at 5 a.m. Right. or 6 a.m. is checking is my goal? email. Yes, it's just yeah. a matter of because that first thing that you go to is essentially what is most present, mm-hmm. poignant on your mind. And it's, and, and it's like grounding too. Like I just feel like lately I just want to be more grounded. Yeah. And rooted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And rooted. So, and evaluating not only like prayer life, but you know, am I reading the Bible? Mm-hmm. You know, where am I gaining wisdom from? You're doing what the work needs to be for you. Yeah. Because you're recognizing as you take the steps, mm-hmm. what is important to you so that you can feel your wholeness. Yeah. yeah. Like yes. trying to be a better woman. Like, let me read about the different, like right now I'm researching like, okay, what are the different stories about the different women in the Bible? Like, yeah. how did they navigate through so life? So strong and powerful women. Mm-hmm. No, seeing that as you're saying this. That's so- my first, my first aspect of healing journey yes, is that for me is your yeah. relationship with god yeah i i thought that you know i do have a relationship with god but have i thought of it in that sense like it's broken and not because you say healing something is broken you know mm-hmm. it's not entirely that word mm-hmm. however in many respects it can have a little tear it has can have a little scratch you can have something that again it's it's an absence of wholeness mm-hmm. that's what healing yeah. is in history since an absence of wholeness in whatever capacity you feel like you're missing something or there's a lack yeah. thereof yeah the church today <laughs> <laughs> i'm not trying to but it's just important to yes, me it, you know it definitely is because, because if we're talking about how i'm showing up in my life like the purpose of my life like I just want it to be what he wants for yeah, my life. And that's like right. literally my prayer every morning. Oh my like, God, as much as mo- the things that my heart desires in this world, like I w- take that aside. Like, what do you want for mm-hmm. my life? Yeah. Set some purpose on that passport yeah. of existence. Mm-hmm. You are, yeah. uh, you're, you're definitely right. This journey can take so many different faces, so mm-hmm. many different facets as you've included in our introduction. Yeah. And I know for me personally, well, we've added God on there. We, yeah, without for me, you have, you <laughs> put it on my on my on my agenda. Um, I was about to say for self, self, myself, Chanel, I love you, goodness, self, because who am I without knowing who am I, and who am I to offer to anybody without knowing who I am, mm-hmm. without knowing who Chanel is, and and what she has to offer to anyone out there. Because at first I present myself to myself, but then. I present to somebody what I think I am to of myself. So when they see that, like what version of myself am I giving to the world? You know, what version of me am I giving to my family, to my friends? And with that in mind, self, family Mm -hmm. and friends. I feel like I have a really solid relationship with friends. I mean, you are here. We're doing this together. (laughs) My goodness. I have some amazing friends. And if you're hearing this, big up to you, friend. Like I love you dearly so much. Family, yeah, there is there is great love for family, but there is also great disappointment. And I would love to, um, I, I'm going to be considering this as part of my healing, part of my therapy and, you know, getting past some of those roadblocks. Yeah. So, yeah, self, family, friends, and my professional professional space definitely mm. needs some, some type of work, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Okay. For self. I wholeheartedly agree with that because if you're not okay, if you're for like it's like saying if your cup is not full, you know how can mm-hmm. you pour into others? You, are, you can do that on an empty cup. Yeah, and one that's 
or have full perspective, mm -hmm. we can look at it that way. Yeah. But it has to find a source of replenishment. Yeah. And yes, you can maybe have outside sources, but ultimately that battery has to be recharged from somewhere that is long-lasting, mm -hmm. sustaining. Yeah. And another aspect of self too is like looking into the, and we touched on it a little bit earlier, but more so looking at yourself in the mirror and saying like, do you love yourself mm -hmm. and like what you see? And We're that's so, so that. hard because so hard. when you do that, it's like, maybe not for all, but you know, I just know for some, some of us women out there, you definitely will feel me on this. When you look at yourself, first thing in the mirror is just like, mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> just like, mm. yes, <laughs> I don't know hard. how we're looking today, right. but just like, you know, it's just to be completely honest, but just work more so healing that mindset and like working towards waking up in the morning or any time of the day, looking at yourself and be like, I look good. I look yes. this. Like I, like I am statements, like affirmations and all that stuff. Pump you your know? own self up. Well, I think all of that is just really, really healing where that self-confidence, like why there's a lack of mm -hmm. and where that stemmed from. Yeah. yeah. And just discovering all of that. Mm -hmm. So with, with that being said, would you say that there is a part of your life that you feel there is an absence of confidence, self-confidence? Definitely. I would say for myself, like there's everyone, you know, I feel as though like I'm comfortable by my, like, you know, by myself, like mm -hmm. in my own skin and everything. But, you know, there are, you do have your days where you wake up and you're not feeling like as confident right. and just, or just the things that you've just been through in life that just have been constantly beating you down. And again, when it goes back to those like limiting beliefs and those things that you, those traumas and inner wounds that you have to heal from that are allowing you to have those limiting beliefs and like those um, wounds that are causing you to subconsciously act in a certain way or subconsciously think or perceive yourself in a certain way or a certain right, like that's what you've lies. Known. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's all like, so long. yeah, like that's all you've known or if, or if the way that you were brought up, especially is plays such a huge factor. And I know that there's a lot of like, even your childhood, childhood wounds yeah. that have, been ingrained in you for how many years now and for you to try to break free of that it's hard you know, it's so difficult it's, because yeah. again that's what your body knows mm -hmm. it's it's so it's crazy how block. it's toxic and yes. but still your body is still constantly retreating yeah. back to that because it that's it's not it's even called. good but it feels safe yes that's yeah. that's that's how that's how it has been conditioned mm -hmm. just feel and know that yeah if my mind is here and everything that I feel chemically mm -hmm. is equal mm -hmm. and feels balanced, yeah. then that's where my comfort zone is. It's cushion. You right. know, it's cushion. Right. Well, what if it was, what if there were some stones involved in that and you had to press against it? That's mm -hmm. that, that's that resistance in measure. That resilience. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Mm -hmm. To, to put pressure on that and to say, I want more. I'm going to do more. Yeah. Like, or, as you said, the way that I've been operating is no longer serving me. Yeah. So it was like, what am I going to do? And it's going to be hard, but how do I do that work? How do I just rip that bandaid off? Right. Mm -hmm. And just know that I'm going to do the work that needs to be done because there is just so much more fulfillment I can get from doing better right showing up better. and just changing it's more so like also 
in addition to that, like challenging the narrative that you've told yes, yourself for so long. Absolutely. And that's so hard. It's in the mind. Mm-hmm. It's in the mind and that's the machine that runs you. But what about if you change that narrative to run it? Mm-hmm. Then that is going to be just so freeing. Yeah. So for you, like the different types of healing journey, like is self the only thing that is? No, it would not be. Well, I guess professional, personal skills would come into self. But being a better prepared partner for okay. a future partner. Okay. In the space of our future husband. Okay. So the marriage is, these, is like one of something that your heart desires. Yes. Marriage okay. is definitely something my heart desires. And I would like that for myself. Mm-hmm. I would like that for you. I know that you want that for you. So I'm not <laughs> calling for myself. I know. I know. The <laughs> question's it, on you. Spotlight's on you right. now. Right. <laughs> it, my storyline. You're right. It is something. So family, friends, and um, my romantic, intimate relationships, I mm-hmm. would say. Mm-hmm. That that side of my life. Mm-hmm. Wow, I said that side of my life. Like it was something I was ashamed of. <laughs> no, it didn't sound like that. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, it's um. These would be the areas that I I feel I have work I need to do. Okay. And you know we don't always think of it that way. Situations happen and people fall from your life and mm-hmm. people fade away. Mm-hmm. But there, for me, I've always asked the question when I lose a friend, like what did I do wrong? Yeah. Like what happened to that relationship? Did I not see coming? Was it something I said? Was I too strong? Was I too bossy? Was I too shy? Was Mm -hmm. I too confronting in Mm -hmm. some essence? What was it about my energy in their life that was not comfortable for them? And Not that I want to be a people pleaser to everybody. I certainly don't want that to be um, the person that I'm perceived. It's a very hard habit to break. Right, yeah. but I also want to know that if somebody is indeed in my life, I'm not making it an uncomfortable experience for anyone. Yeah, you know, or you're least. not you're not putting anyone's like needs above your right. own no. to your own detriment. Yeah, it's know? it's always at the same time, or it's not at all. Kind mm-hmm. of in in some sort yeah. of essence, yeah. I'm not going to. There are certain situations where yes, I might consider what you want about what I want, but as a friend. I don't think that will take such precedence too, too often. Mm-hmm. And now is my inside the right? I'm still learning, so bear with me. <laughs> yeah, we're all hey, we're but all learning here. These would be the areas of focus for me. Okay. Yes. Got what it. else for you? For me, for you? I know I mentioned healing my relationship with God. I did talk about healing my relationship just with myself and working on like self confidence, you know, and just getting back to those childhood childhood wounds that have formed and shaped this like narrative that I've been telling myself for my 29 years of life mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. trying to break that cycle and that habit. But I think for me, it's also along the same lines as you, like healing my relationships as well with my friends and my family. Um, but not like saying that they're broken, but just using more, I would say like just discernment in those areas and just recognizing, right. you know, again, there are certain things that I've experienced like growing up that have, shaped me into the person that is too nice that is Mm -hmm. always giving and not not saying like i don't expect anything in return but then not recognizing oh and something's not reciprocated back then that's a problem right instead of just like always giving 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 and giving setting is speaking those Mm -hmm. boundaries not just setting them but letting somebody verbally know these are my boundaries and their consequences if you cross it and i'm either too nice or i'm not Mm -hmm. and so i think for me it's just healing in that aspect, just pouring into my friendships that 
I know to especially just to the people that I know that, you know, evaluating our relationship, how we are both showing up for each other. And thank you also to my friends listening and supporting me. And I've always been there to support me and just recognizing like who those people are and really taking putting in all my effort into that and yeah and also I'll be willing to you know not of course like meet me meeting new friends making new connections as well but just really using more for me of just that boundary setting that discernment making sure like hey you know my circle of friends like where are we going in life we all helping each other elevate to the next level yeah show up for each other in a way Mm -hmm. that's just so authentic like Mm -hmm. i have prayed for this core group of friends for years yeah i've had a specific group and then in the most recent um years i would say the last two three years i've had um another group of friends that has come and blended so well into my life into my space and i'm so grateful for it but that was just something i was praying for like really Mm -hmm. because i just wanted women in my life that i could feel unapologetically myself i can laugh with i can cry if i can Mm -hmm. speak with you can forget that i have an accent and i said it were wrong and not judge me and (laughs) your accent is beautiful please (laughs) but it has happened and it's just a matter of just feeling like like you're my sister in this life and Mm -hmm. i can call on you no matter when how where and just know that you are part of me and and really it's not just oh ashley's in my life and she's a friend and we do these multiple things together we hang out so often but if she needs me do i show up in a way that she really value that i've shown up and even though it's not something that you will ask but it's just do i recognize that am i such a close friend that i recognize that with you mm-hmm. and you might not be you might be suffering silently and i'm you're talking about something entirely yeah. distracting and not realize that you're going through this but just be there and be more grateful yeah. of the strong relationships I have ver- instead of taking it for granted and just say, well, I know Ashley's there. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I also know. too, but just to like comment on what you said too, like knowing someone suffering and silently, like, you know, it's not your job to read everyone's mind. You it know? isn't. It yeah. sure isn't. You're absolutely right. And we won't know, mm-hmm. but it's just a matter of if you and sometimes I I know I'm very private mm-hmm. so this podcast is something else <laughs> but just knowing that that's the point in the, in the <laughs> truth is in the true essence of that relationship mm-hmm. is how comfortable have you set the stage for that person to want to talk to you about what right. they're feeling so that they're not suffering in silence and that's just a kind of friendship like I want to walk hand in hand through the rest of this life with you at whatever capacity mm-hmm. I can have in my life and yeah I, I I have had friendships and I still have some really great close ones from since I was a little girl mm-hmm. But it's how have I nurtured that throughout the years. It has yeah. been vastly different than the perspective I'm going to know use in my future relationships. And right. Just how yeah. I'm being with my yeah. my folks. Yeah. No, I sure. definitely agree with that. Um so yeah, that for, for me that's friendships, relationships and relationships in terms of friendships and my family. Um, recognizing with family, just recognizing, you know, where those childhood wounds are coming from recognizing that my parents, you know, being Nigerian and of course myself being Nigerian American first generation, understanding that dynamic as well. Yeah. You know, what it's like to have immigrant parents and being born different cultural differences, being even culture understanding the cultural differences between, 
for example, you know, those that are like me that were born first generation versus those that were born in Nigeria, but then came to the U.S. and lived here for a long period of time, like my tons of cousins and friends that are like that and noticing that we're so different too. And And, environmental, of Mm -hmm. course, environmental exposure, so Mm -hmm. many variables. And just with my family, like how helping them understand like some of their teachings and, you know, as much as I love my parents to death and I know that they are doing the best that they can and they're only operating from what they know, but coming, even coming to that point to accepting that, they're operating mm-hmm. only from what they know, like not taking it so, you know, personal mm-hmm. as someone who is in my sister, who is like me as well, who could have taken it personal, who has taken it to yes. that internally yeah. and interpreted it internally and having how that has shaped like the narrative that I've been telling myself about how I excel in like academics and how I show up and my how to relate to people and um, and all of that expectations set on you from mm-hmm. such an early age. And, yeah. You know, having that continue to deliver how mm-hmm. you're going to do so the things yeah. now. And want. taking, yeah, and taking the good and taking the things that I'm like, okay, this is how I was brought up. And this is certain aspects of, you know, how I was brought up and certain aspects even of our culture that are toxic mm-hmm. and like recognizing that and saying, I don't want that to be a part of my story right. anymore. Like it is. And I've accepted that that's just what was ingrained in me, but I'm not going to let that shape my future, you know. Yeah, there is just so much work to be done. Mm -hmm. And uh, with that also, it's just a matter of choosing how you want to, which part do you want to prioritize? So Mm -hmm. would you say that you have a priority list? Like, because in essence, having multiple Healing journeys. Yes. Yeah. Healing journeys, <laughs> individuals, yeah. um, variable factors. Mm-hmm. How do you intend to tackle that? All that yeah. once segmented, prioritized, yeah. like how do you intend to tackle that? I think, you know, it kind of stems of, okay, you asked like prioritizing. I always ask myself, okay, what do I feel like I need to heal from right now? Mm-hmm. And yes, exactly. I think for me, I mentioned it earlier too, like, my main priority is just working on my relationship with God yeah. and just getting more into the word and just really understanding where, what does God say about X, Y, Z? What does God say about this? What does God say about relationships? What does God say about marriage? What does God say about, um, you know, dealing with the worries and, and stress of life and anxiety and all that stuff, you know? So it's like the fundamentals of mm-hmm. what make you human. It's yeah. not like what is the greatest amount of suffering or pain right now. No. It's not that perspective. Yeah. Okay. And mm-hmm. for me, it would be, you yeah. know, I, I just do really? treasure. Yes, because, you know, I could see from both sides with taking the focus on, so, and then I don't want to take your story from you too. Yeah. No. I get why you can, why you see starting with God would be first priority. And for me, I would interpret it in the sense that, you know, in many ways, when you think of relationship and even like when we have had conversations about marriage and mm-hmm. discussions, you know, on, you know, personal lives and, and friend circles, it's, we think of that, at least in our culture, and mm-hmm. I'm, I know with our conversations, triangular, you know, mm-hmm. your partner, God, and yourself, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's all in one, yeah. true holy trinity and all of that considered. So taking it back to even the conversation of healing and knowing that there are multiple things we want to work on, multiple different areas of our lives. I could see by starting with the one source, how that can trickle down and effect, yep. like a domino effect onto the next, onto the yep. next, onto the next. Yep. 
but being so human is I know, also it's hard. a matter <laughs> of the the most suffering position. Yeah. So I, I would be lying if I said I'd started there. I did not right. start there, but that's where I'm starting <laughs> now. <laughs> now. <laughs> so it's what is going to give me the the not the quickest of course but what mm-hmm. is going what is hurting me so much more presently right now mm-hmm. that i'm thinking to myself that that's where i want to start because i want to ease that pain mm-hmm. so i'm not focused on that pain so i can focus on the next thing that is easing i know yeah. god is here he's all present yeah he's all encompassing and maybe that is my perspective of taking him for granted in mm-hmm. some essence that i'm not even recognizing mentally but i'm certainly doing it you know so i don't think so i think it's just more so you like you mentioned making sure yourself is okay right self yeah. right now is freaking out yes and i need to need some <laughs> but, it's, sort of but it's also balance. like yeah being human like you know yes god should be the first person you turn to when you're freaking out and all yeah. that kind of stuff but we're human and it's not always the case we turn right. to other things we yeah. turn to music turn to right. yeah which so, is true but in the journey of healing, it's, yeah. you know, finding the work, mm-hmm. the strategies that's mm-hmm. going to take away um, the situations, not yeah. take away entirely, but get us through the situations of those dark moments mm-hmm. and, and find that there is some sort of person on that road with us, God mm-hmm. or friends or family. That's mm-hmm. why I want to heal those relationships congruently yeah. and just yeah. make sure that the stories are similar. It's in alignment with the person I want to be. Exactly. So with all of that being said, mm-hmm. we would like to be asking, Yeah. how are you soothing her this week, Ashley? I think soothing her, I am, and for the audience, you know, soothing her, it it's, stands for healing, enduring, and restoring. So how am I doing all of those three things for myself this week? And... I think it's recognizing the different healing journeys that I would like to go on and that I'm currently going on simultaneously. And at times, yes, it can be overwhelming, but just to know that I'm just taking it one day at a time yeah. and being kind to myself and as I'm doing so. Really honing down my habit of making sure I'm waking up in the morning, the first thing I'm doing is like saying a prayer and I'll trying to start a new a habit of you know, meditating on the word like day and night, you know, I like to stay up at night and read. So I'm like, instead of turning to my books, <laughs> maybe I can try, you know, reading a chapter before doing that or something like that. And then, you know, before I want to, for me, like it's keeping up with my therapy sessions, you know, yeah. like doing that every like biweekly and making sure that I'm being present there and being truthful and honest about how I'm feeling about certain situations or whatever topic we're working through in like my therapy sessions, you know, and also continuing every day to just look myself in the mirror and say like, you know, I love you. I may not feel like it now, but I'm going to keep saying it until one day I eventually do, you know, I Um, swear I'm honest. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like put your hands up, give yourself a high five. Right. Like Mel Robbins would say, give yourself a high five in that mirror. Yeah. And just, just like tell yourself, I promise I I mean this because, you know, we are our biggest bullies. Yeah. We are such bullies to our own self. We know the truth of who we are because that's what we feel in Mm -hmm. the deepest sinews of who we really are. Yeah. 
but then we look at ourselves and we want to go with what people would think of us if they mm -hmm. saw us or mm -hmm. if they really know us they mm -hmm. will love us because we are good people well it's like you but believing you that you even believe you just have to believe if you believe you're a good person like it will just shine it through. will show yeah and yeah you gotta show as you said you know so much um of that is the narrative that has to be changed internally yeah. and externally yeah it's just like the sh it's just a shadow work yeah like definitely. looking at your shadows and so it's just doing that recognizing that and just again remembering to be kind of myself and then what about you how are you soothing her this week miss lady chanel so i started a practice a few days ago and I was listening to Lisa Nichols and she was talking about one of um, your self-inspired talk practices. Seven, um, I am Chanel. You have to say Chanel. You have to say your name. So Ashley, Chanel, okay. Gemma, Karen, Kieran. <laughs> Chanel, I am proud of you for doing this podcast, yes. getting on there, <laughs> doing it, finally. I am proud of you for getting up early we know i'm not a morning person no. but getting up early <laughs> and, doing the work. and then you, you might probably add for me if i would if i would give you the mic to say this for me so then i'm proud of you for being on time but yeah <laughs> okay. well, i make an effort to You're be on time. you make a fashionably late appearance thank you but just seven chanel i'm proud of you mm. and then seven Chanel, I forgive you for. Yes. That's going to be so hard Ooh. because we like to categorize in lump the big things. Mm -hmm. But if we dig the little things here and there, then you can find things that you forgive yourself for. And what if it is, you know, you made a mistake today. If you're journaling any of this, if you'd like to embark on yeah, this journey as well. Yeah, it's a great well. journaling topic. Right. To do that. Yeah. Yes. Then maybe if you do something throughout the day, you're like, goodness, I shouldn't have done that. That can be an I forgive you for tonight or tomorrow morning, whenever you choose to do this. And then just, you know, I mean, the first few times I did this, I cried because I was like, did I really do that? Did I really do that to you, Chanel? Like, I'm, I'm really, really sorry. Like, I'm really sorry. And, but it was just as I was telling you earlier, like, the crying is just such a washcloth for your soul because I felt so good after. It was, I can't believe I voiced that to me. Like, I voiced it in the open. The, the universe knows it now. But then comes the work of what the universe will do with that. I forgive you, mm -hmm. Chanel. I commit to you that then I will not do this. I will not be late. I will not, whatever that commitment is something that you know, strongly in your core, you commit to. And the thing is that why you even stick to it is because you know, you don't want to lie to yourself. Mm -hmm. So you'll be like, I commit Chanel. I commit to you that I will do this. So then that is me. That will be my way of suing her this week. I can be impatient. I can be hasty sometimes in my actions. But just taking a stand and reminding myself that I'm not perfect. I'm going to make mistakes. So this is what that commitment is. You know, that seven, that seven touch practice is mainly just going back to the humility of I'm not perfect, mm -hmm. but I'm so proud of you. Yeah. So love it. Ashley and yeah. I would like to ask you guys, yeah. how are you going to be healing Enduring and restoring this yeah. week. Yeah, absolutely. That concludes today's episode. Thank you everyone for listening and tuning in with us today. Please be sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We are on Instagram at soothinghe.r. We're also on Twitter at soothing her without the periods, just soothing her. 
And please be sure to also email us. We'd love to hear from you. Our email address is soothingher at gmail.com. If you have any questions about healing, what healing journey looks like, we would love to hear your stories and we can listen to them and answer any questions you have on our next week's episode. Absolutely. As Ashley said, we're looking forward to you joining us on this journey. And importantly, we look forward to continuing this conversation with you in our next episode. Yes, we'll see you next week. Talk soon. Bye. Bye.